Welcome to the Modernize or Die podcast, conference edition. In this podcast, we spotlight upcoming Cold Fusion conferences and talk to organizers, workshop trainers, and speakers to uncover all the information you and your company needs to decide what conferences and workshops to attend and what sessions you need to see. Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast Conference Edition. And today we're meeting with Brad Wood, Auto Solutions Consultant and Trainer for his workshop at Into the Box 2020, Intro to BDD. Welcome, Brad. Are you meeting with me or am I meeting with you? Uh, I'm the little guy today, so it means you're the important person. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, don't, you know, I might get a big head. Yeah, yeah. Well, me, I'm not usually the little person, so that's kind of cool for change. Anyway, so uh, we're going to be talking to you about your workshops, Intro to BDD. So what's the workshop about, Brad? Uh, it's about Intro to BDD, Gavin. Can't you read? <laughs> so what is BDD? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, BDD stands for Behavior Driven Development. It's sort of an evolution of TDD, Test Driven Development. Um, doesn't quite replace it. It kind of builds on top of it. Um, honestly, we'll, we'll kind of start out with the workshop just talking about uh, testing and why it's important. Because uh, I mean, before you get off too much in the weeds about all the different you know styles of testing or types of testing, um, you know, a lot of people the biggest hurdle for them is just to actually begin testing their applications. Um, Luis and I were at, at, at a DevNexus conference recently and. I sat in on part of a workshop that he had on, on TDD for Java developers. Um, and uh, the speaker, Venkat, had like, you know, three rules of testing. And I forget what the third one was, but the first and second rule was just do it and just do it. Um, that's, that's kind of the problem, um, you know, with people is getting over that hump. And one of the quotes that came out on Twitter that, uh, that Venkat had said in that workshop was something along the lines of, um, I don't test because I have a bunch of free time. Um, I write tests because I don't have a bunch of free time, um, you know, in the, the the time savings that you have ultimately when you have a, a nice test suite that goes along with an application. And it's always hard for people to kind of see that future version of themselves where they have, a, you know, a nice uh, suite of tests that, you know, cover a lot of the functionality of the app. Um, and all they, they see is kind of the, the immediate, um, you know, version, which is, well, I would have to take longer to write tests. Um, and so, you know, with, with TDD, with test-driven development, the idea is you don't write your application and when you go back and just write some tests to verify what you did, uh, you're kind of doing it backwards. You use the test as part of your, your planning phase, your design phase, when you think about, you know, what's the function I'm building? And it might be a quote-unquote, you know, functionality of the site, maybe not a you know, specific uh, code function, but, you know, what am I building? How should it behave? What are the externalities? What kind of inputs does it need? What kind of outputs do I get back? Um, whether that's at a very low level or at a high level, like a page, um, you, know, you think about those things when you're building the test and you come across a lot of uh, redesign because changing of your design costs a lot more the farther, uh, the later in the process that, that it occurs. So you want to find out those kind of design flaws and those bugs in the design earlier on and writing your test up front uh, really helps with that. So, you know, built on top of test TDD, test-driven development, uh, by the way, I, I heard a joke once, which was bug-driven development, right? You just wait till you have a bug and you find it and you fix it. Um, <laughs> that's not an actual type of, of testing. Please don't do that. Um, BDD, uh, behavior-driven development, kind of builds on top of that writing your test first. 
Um, and, and it ties it in with uh, kind of the agile workflows with user stories, you know, as a, uh, you know, end user, I would like to have feature A because of this business value it provides. And when you have your scenarios that you tie in with that, you know, given these inputs, then when this action occurs, uh, you know, when this action occurs, then this should be the output. And it's kind of a, you know, a ubiquitous language. Luis loves to use the word ubiquitous when he does the training um, that, that you use that uh, developers can understand that language from kind of a, a developing standpoint, but your business owners, the, the product owners, the business analysts, they also understand that given this, when this happens, then this is the result. Um, so BDD is kind of a natural evolution of coming up with your, with your, uh, your user stories first, your business scenarios first, and then out of those, inherently grow your your unit testing suite or your integration testing suite um so reorganizing your you know your development shop to first kind of appreciate the value and the utility of testing and the actual you know cost savings that you get in the long run and then implementing that is oftentimes kind of the first step for people so it's a really long answer to your question of what's bdd is you know we're going to talk about about why we test and what it does for us um, and so that's where BDD kind of fits into that conversation. Um, because if it's just, here's some code uh, that we already have out there, let's throw some tests at it. Um, it's sort of like, you know, you're, you're, you're only getting a fraction of the benefit. You've, you've missed out on so much of the process um, had you had testing as a kind of a first class citizen of your design phase. Now, unfortunately for, you know, a lot of people, most people, you have existing code bases you're maintaining and uh, you may not have any tests for that code base, or maybe you have a couple tests, and that's all you ever did. And in those cases, you know, this code's already in production. The, you know, the, the ship has sailed on, you know, starting from scratch with, you know, testing scenarios. So, you know, in those cases, you don't have a choice. You have to be able to fashion tests, um, you know, against an existing code base. Um, but, you know, going forward, it's nice to have a, a bit better perspective. So that's what I hope that the workshop kind of gives people is, um, just understanding how to fit it into the workflow, why it's important. A lot of times, you know, you have developers that are okay with the idea of testing, but the management um, doesn't understand the reason, you know, why, wait, you want to spend more time, you know, why this is just going to put your deadline back. We didn't have time for this testing. It's seen as a, as an optional step. Um, and it really can't be seen as an optional step or people will just skip it every time. Um, so, Okay, anyway. so I think that answers the why do you think this workshop is important too. So obviously yep. you're talking about the buy-in, the fact you have to do it and everything. So mm -hmm. so why do you think you're the right person to lead this workshop then? <laughs> Trick question. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it sounds like a dangerous question. Um, well, uh, I, I like uh, testing. It's really fun. I've, I've given this, this workshop and this training quite a few times. Um, and it's always fun to kind of see, you know, the lights, the lights turn on when you cover this kind of stuff with people. Uh, if you've, uh, this is a lot of what we're going to cover is uh, pretty standard to our um, on-site trainings and our virtual trainings that we provided Ordis when we come in and we talk people through, you know, building applications with Colbox. We always have a whole unit on testing that kind of covers um, all this right here. Now I mentioned Colbox. I should add that this, uh, this session is not about Colbox. In fact, uh, we may use Coldbox in some examples, but if you're not using Coldbox, don't think this session isn't for you. This is really just about, um, you know, test box and the theory behind testing. Um, so some of what we talk about may use some examples in Coldbox, but it's there's really nothing uh, specific to Coldbox in the training. 
Um, okay. But anyway, yeah, uh, I guess as far as, as why I should be giving it, um, I suppose there's a, a handful of people that could give it just as good as I can, but it's something I've, I've taught quite a few times. I've done a lot of work with testing and uh, I think it's a really fun topic. So, um, and I'm sure I'm you've written plenty of tests in your lifetime. I have probably not as many as I should have, you know, I'll, everyone's I'll answer is that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who says they're testing everything they write is probably lying, but <laughs> we, uh, we definitely try to place a very high priority on testing at Ortis, at least with the pro the projects that we work on and the products that we do. So, um, you know, it's one of the reasons I think it would be really fun to open source stuff like ForgeBox is because we actually have really good test coverage in our ForgeBox site. It's kind of a shame that, uh, that, that that's a closed source, you know, application just because it would be a really great example of, you know, what does it look like to have integration testing that kits your entire API? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely push pretty hard. Luis is like the, the taskmaster. He's got his, his whip out and he's like, write more tests. That's basically, you know, an average day at orders. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you mentioned uh, one expectation for people, but um, like, the whole cold box, no cold box thing, but what other mm -hmm. information or expectations should you have for employees before they come? Do they need, what do they need to know? What, you know, what do you expect from them coming into it? We don't have a great deal of prerequisites for this. Um, oftentimes I give this sort of course in the context of a cold box training, uh, but we really kind of start from scratch as far as what is test box? How does it work? What are the main, you know, major pieces? Uh, if you have a familiarity with test box ahead of time, that would obviously be um, good. It'd give you a leg up. Um, you should be familiar with uh, just the typical closure syntax in CFML, um, which has been around for a while, but I realize not everybody deals with it, especially if they write a lot of tags. Um, but the BDD style of testing uses a syntax that uses uh, closures, sort of the anonymous functions, uh, to help define each of the specs that we test. So if that's a syntax that isn't quite something that, that looks familiar to you, um, you know, maybe you can brush up on what that looks like, but, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll use command box, um, just to install test box and run some tests, maybe do some basic scaffolding. Um, so if you don't have command box installed and you're planning on taking this training, you know, it's something you want to brush up on a little bit. Um, but we really kind of started at the beginning as far as, um, you know, how test box works and how the pieces fit together. Um, so like I said, there's, there's not a great deal of requirements. You certainly don't have to be using cold box, um, like I always say, uh, you know, you can get a lot of value out of TestBox uh, just in, you know, legacy code, framework one, CF wheels, any kind of application. I think you get the best experience when you use TestBox alongside a ColdBox because we have some really sweet, you know, integrations at a low level. But um, if ColdBox isn't in your current stack or maybe it's not in a bunch of your legacy stack, only in some of your newer things, um, don't let that be a, you know, turn you away from this topic because it's definitely more of just a, this is how test box works. And once you know that you can kind of test anything. So for sure. So you've mentioned a little bit, but let's go into a little more detail. So what do you think this people are going to learn from this workshop? Um, right. So I think first and foremost, um, understanding of, of why they should test and what they should test, uh, maybe some information to help them convince, you know, managers or other developers that don't see the value in it. Um, some of the information we cover talks about, you know, studies that have shown hard costs and, you know, how much more money you spend on a project that you don't test up front. Um, basic, you know, understanding of how test box works, how to write tests, 
Um, we'll cover a little bit of mocking and stubbing. Not a great deal. That's, that's a bit more advanced and it's only a one day workshop, um, but kind of just all the pieces and how they fit together. So, you know, it is a workshop. So people will be following along building stuff. So you'll be standing up, you know, a test suite with, you know, some examples and you'll get to be able to, you know, run it from the CLI, run it from the browser, um, see what different outputs. And we'll talk about all the different things, uh, your expectations, which are kind of like assertions. Um, you know, you can check variables to exist, you know, check arrays to have length, check things to be true or false. All those kind of basic inner workings of uh, a building a test suite will be covered um, in this. And hopefully it'll, you know, whet people's appetite such that once they, you know, get away and they start plugging into the real apps, they'll be able to dig in and learn some of the more advanced stuff uh, on their own. Cool. Okay. So what do you think is your favorite part about this workshop? You know, is there some part you mentioned that you like seeing the, like the light go on when they finally get it uh, <laughs> about why they should test or whatnot, but you know, is there a favorite part of the workshop? Um, probably, uh, I usually will, will show people the code coverage stuff. Um, which code coverage is a feature that requires a Fusion Reactor license. So if you don't have a Fusion Reactor license, uh, you can't use it. But I'll usually at least demo that to people and show that it's a baked-in functionality in the test box. Uh, you run your test suite in a server that has Fusion Reactor, bada-bing, bada-boom, you get, like, code coverage. And I just absolutely love that feature um, because, uh, well, first of all, like every other language in existence has it in ColdFusion. It took us a long time to get this. But it'll actually show you um, how much of your application is being hit by your unit test. So if you have a, a, a CFC with three methods and you only have tests written for one of those methods, you might not realize it, but the code coverage will raise a little red flag and go, oh, hey, hey, look over here. You see the CFC? Yeah, your test ran this guy, but what about, what about these two guys? They never even got tested, right? Yeah. I mean, you're like, oh, wow, we should probably add some tests for those. Um, so that's probably one of my favorite parts, even though it's kind of a, a little side note that I like to show people. Um, but we really love the code coverage. You know, uh, we've been adding that to some of our client, you know, GitLab pipelines, you know, calculating how much of their, their application is covered by the test every time we run it. And it's a really fun feature. So it's probably one of my favorite things. Cool. Okay, well, I think that's a, a good little summary of what to expect at the Intro to BDD workshop, at ITB 2020 mm -hmm. in May. And this is a one-day workshop, but it's available on both days. So if you that's pick right. it on the first day, you can pick something else on the second day or vice versa. So if you want to take, like, Eric's Intro to Quick one on the first day, you can still take Brad's Intro to BDD on the second day. So, And if you're really yep. brave, you can take it twice. <laughs> that's right so, so yep so workshops are available on into the you can go register now and uh we're really looking forward to a, a good workshop it's always a good time to meet people and uh interact and make some friends and then obviously the conference following the workshops is uh, always a good experience so so yeah um i think that's that's it for you brad you're free oh well, no right. his workshop is not free but <laughs> but anyway so yep so thanks for brad for the, your time and then uh yeah i'll be interviewing you later about your sessions you'll be doing into the box as well yep. so thanks for having me on gavin okay have a good one everybody bye-bye Show notes for this episode can be found on conference.modernizerdie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have a link to YouTube playlist to find more videos just like this. 
Music from this podcast is used under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and BlueTreeAudio.com.